Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Now You Know Podcast, powered by Stock in the Middle. Before we proceed, you can follow us on Twitter at Now You Know One and on Instagram at NYK Podcast. This is Blessing. With me today, I have my main man, Bell, and my other main man, Aristide. What's up, guys? I love how you said podcast, and then you came and redeemed yourself, I said podcast. Well done, sir. You know, the accent goes, the this, accent, the goody come. So, I'm telling you, this American accent thing. Let me just hi, just pick one, pa. But it's okay, it's good, it's okay to be, you know, to, to diversify. You know, it's good, it's good. You are right, you are right, you are right, you are right. It's great accent, anyways. How you guys doing? Um, I've been home all week, you know, it snowed here, so but unfortunately, I have to go to the office tomorrow. Well, I've been home since last March, so <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Well, I'm glad we 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 all still have a job because I I mean I couldn't imagine what it would be like if you know we lost our job due due to the whole virus thing. But we thank the head of state, Shah. <clears throat> <laughs> thank God. <laughs> no jobs, no podcasts. You know, yeah, we thank God, man. Good, good. Anyways, we have an interesting topic to talk about tonight. Um, that's mothers, not just mothers, but Cameroonian mothers. First of all, what will we do without our mothers, man? I mean, we we, we, we would not even be here if our mothers were not, you know, if our mothers were not there. So we are very grateful. But what's the favorite thing you'd like to hear your mom say? For me, I'll start. I've cooked your favorite meal, <laughs> Gary and Okro. <laughs> and the funny thing is, when I hear that, right, it's usually when mom has probably done something that I did not agree with, or that made me mad, that made me angry. And then she realized, finally, because it's hard for African parents to realize that they're on the wrong. And when they realize that, like, ah, Bangwa, I've cooked your favorite meal. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't. You can't stay mad with that with that type of you know <laughs> that type of question. Have you eaten? That's my favorite one. Have you eaten? <laughs> if somebody asks you, have you eaten? Your mom asks you, have you eaten? Any African woman asks you, have you eaten? Just know that it's coming. The follow up is gonna be good. So that's my favorite thing to hear from an African woman or my mother. Have you eaten? Bell, what about you? You probably are talking about uh, you wouldn't be here if not your mother. Did she born you alone? Did she born you alone? Tell her you can take that one up to <laughs> to management. <laughs> <laughs> take it to upper management, say, please. Take it to upper say, management. Say, 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 I wouldn't be here if you know. Did she born you alone? I wouldn't be in America without her. So shout out to her. Okay, but the question I'm asking is right. Will you even be alive to be coming to America? Did she do it alone? Answer the question now. I said, <laughs> the interrogation, I would say, you be FBI. 
Did you ask Mary, the mother of Jesus? I'm Mossad. Mossad. My disrespect right there. Did Mary give birth alone? Yeah. I'm ask the angel now. Ask the angel there. Anyway, but um, like uh, you guys have, have both said, food, food is, uh, I think, when it comes to Cameroonian women, Cameroonian mothers, when they cook, you eat. So, you know, I mean, now that I've, I'm living you know, on my own, it's always nice to have that text or call that I don't cook at you. <laughs> Come and collect. <laughs> or, you know, there's food at home or we're doing this today. You know, just that, just that, um, that, uh, you know, mothers always like to, to bring unity in the family. So when there's something going on at home, they'll always let you know that, okay, this is what's happening, you know, come by and, you know, let's, let's enjoy. So that's, uh, that's very key. Uh, mothers are always the peacemakers right when things are going wrong they're like they're the ones who try to like make everybody see eye to eye in a way but you mentioned food Berna. um for you langaman i know it's everybody if anybody takes that food is ready you are just running <laughs> doesn't oh, of course man. of course i love i love to, you guys know me now i'm a foodie man i eat everything i love to eat well who know be foodie Talking about food, right? I remember back then when uh, my mom would cook achu because I've always had like toothache since I was a kid. Um, my mom would cook achu with nkanda or you know cow skin or whatever you want to call it, and she would be like, "Boy, since that nkanda is over strong, come and give me. Let me eat, and I'll give you a fish." <laughs> and my mom, and the fish is not the fish that she will give me right then. Uh, it's fish that she's promising me, prom- promising me for later. And every time my mom will cook, I will give me the nkanda, I'll give you fish. So if I want to count the amount of fish that my mom owes me, <laughs> like the fishes, the <laughs> fishes in the sea will surely be. <laughs> Sorry, the fishes in the sea, the boys in the bushes. <laughs> the guy with MC have the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But, you, you know, like, and that's just one thing that we cannot, like, we can never, like, say, mom, remember, you know, you owe me fish this this amount of times because what African mothers ask you, all the you food mad. you have been eating in my house, did you pay for it? The time you have been staying in my house, have you been paying rent, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, I know that she owes me, but like, in fact, it's a bad debt. For some of us who know what bad depth is, it's a bad depth. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, what, what are some, like, you know, good memories you have with your mom or memory, memories that, you know, you remember, you're like, you're like, man, I could have gotten my ass whooped or what are some good times or, like, fun stories you have? Um, so as you guys know, I'm a Mulang boy. Mm-hmm. Born and raised. Uh, but... I did not grow up with my mom. My mom gave birth to me when she was still in, uh, she was young. Mm-hmm. She was actually uh, in Swa in Yaoundé, attending university. Right. So I was in Bamenda with my grandmother. And I was a very playful child, you know. Obviously, if Cameroon or most of Africa, you have two seasons, dry season and rain season. So dry season time is, you know, there's no rain. Everybody's always outside playing. 
sunrise to sunset you're a child you want to be outside you don't want to be indoors indoors is for what why why why, why should i be indoors so i there was this uh this the school i went to in class one gs mulang there was this football field there, there were two fields there was a big field that was like all the ogas in, in the quarter that would go and play there and then there was a smaller field next to the big one that it was for us the begins the kids so from where we from where I where my grandparents' house is to the field was about uh seven minutes walk. Mm-hmm. And I would be on that field from like early morning to almost sunset. And I remember I would hear my grandmother screaming my name. Like all the way, I would just hear it echoing through the street through the trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like, and then if I don't come home. She would come and drag my my ear all the way back to the house. <laughs> so those those were good times because even even though she even though I'll go home super dirty from playing, she understood that ah this is a child. You know, kids don't want to be indoors; they want to be outdoors mm-hmm. enjoying themselves. So those are just some of the some uh, some of the memories I have. Okay, that what about you? Like Bill, I didn't. I my the bigger part of my growing up life or my childhood, I didn't mm-hmm. have it with my mom, was with my aunt. So, but but I I, I had childhood with both of them, so it was, mm-hmm. it was it's tricky. I'd say, and I call both of them my moms, but um, <clears throat> I'll say my most probably my interesting memory with. With my mom here in America, it's probably just you know, uh, just f- going to the mall together and you know, eye shopping, shopping stuff like that, taking the bus together, public transportation, just having that ride, and then <laughs> yeah, that's I that was like a good, uh, it was a good you know, a quality time for me, and then for my aunts back home, it was you know, she took care of me as I was growing up, so you know. She used to she she used to like be like a, a teach me after school you know so that was that was a good part it was because <laughs> I'd be strong hey <laughs> we can't tell but she used to be, oh, she used to beat my she used to beat me man but you know it was all good it was all love because you know I learned a lot you know so she was a really she was a good um role model for me she taught me a lot of things how to read how to write all that type of stuff so I think that's my one of my favorite memories growing up. You know? So yeah, saying that you 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 learned a lot, and you were a strong hit boy. I know she's strong hit today. Today I'm. Oh, I'm so. <laughs> don't don't even lie I'm on like this, this podcast. The strong hit pass you. Don't lie on this podcast. Which pass who? Marge in a strong hit pass. <laughs> you strong hit pass. Oh. Hey. Even kids, man. What is it? Oh, but right on though. Shout out to Auntie Jacko. I mean, I haven't personally met Auntie Jacko, but I've heard a lot about her. I've heard her talk. In the background, when we've been on a call, so shout out to her for, st- for, for standing tall for you. Funny enough, I was just talking to her on the background. Mm. You know, I was like, hey, I'm in a meeting, I'm in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And funny enough, too, like for me, I mean, when I think back about like when I think my mom left when we were younger to go to uh, the teacher's training school in Cambet. So I didn't also really spend um, that much time with my mom. And when she came back from, from that, you know, school, not so long after that, she went to America. So, like, you know, most 
like most of the memories memories I've created with my mom have been like from when I came to America, which from was from like you know 14 years and up. Um, but I still remember like the, the little moment, the little mo- some of the moments, the few moments, you know, when I was younger, when we'd be playing, you know, playing soccer or football on Damba, like we used to call it back then, like Bell. And you know, my mom would just come, Wah! and she'd just be shouting because my mom calls me Ngwa. She'd just be shouting, Wah! and then I when I run and come, she'd be like, Have you watched those plates I told you to wash? And that's when I remember that they were even placed for me. <laughs> that's when I remember that they were placed for me to watch. And guess what? As soon as I said no, pop by the ear, just drag me home, beats me. Doesn't care if it's dark. I'll be sitting out there, you know, washing those plates until I'm done. But you know, and, and it's funny we think about it. You know, back then we we're like, why are they punishing us? But when we sit and you know, look back back at it these days, it's like, man, I thank God for that. Like, you know, that sort of treatment because like it kind of like molded us into better people. I hope. I mean. I can say that for me anyways. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. I'm speaking, for, I'm speaking for myself, so I can say that about myself. You so, know, that's crazy, man, because I, <laughs> whenever you, you get uh, your mom or your father tells you to do something, immediately when they tell you, you want to do it, it's like in the front of your head, but somehow, it's just, go and play football. Boom. Yep. Five hours later, hey, mommy. <laughs> This is so true. This is so true. It's crazy because we always have good intentions, man. We want to finish it, but somehow, some you know, kids will be kids, man. Kids will be kids. They say they say good intentions is a bad. Exactly, exactly. But but it's true. Yeah, it's it's true. As as I'm hearing all of us talk, you know, it seems like someone we didn't most of us or all of us here today we didn't spend the big uh, childhood with our her moms. Mm -hmm. How does that make you guys feel? You know, how do you how do you guys how was that? How was that experience for you all of you, for all of you guys? That is a, a question within a question within another question. But I'll try to answer the middle one, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but the thing is, the thing is, right? You're not living with your mom, but she's still there. That's that's the key. That's the key in this situation. It's not like you're on your own, in a sense. She's still around. She might not be there physically, but as far as the moral support, the calls, you know, checking up on you, those things still exist. And those are the actions of a, of a mother. So those things are there, and you're now on your own. So for me, um, I was almost 13 when I started living with my mom. So it was just... It was just uh, where do we begin, you know, stuff like that. You start to get to know the person that was behind the phone calls, behind the letters, you know, behind the the funds that were wired, you know, all those things. You start to learn to, you know, get along, um, stuff like that. So it's it's like it's like a new it's like a new life basically. You're starting over with somebody you know, but it's like this person is still new which it is fun because you know it's um i mean you you kind of miss that early early bond that kids have with their parents you kind of miss that but at the same time you know you're older you're you're more mature you can think you can think things through like blessing said you know when you once you get older you realize that all the things that were happening to you 
as a, as a child would shape the kind of man that you, the man or woman that you do become in the future? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's the same way for me. It's like, a, I, I like what you said. It's like a new, a new life, a new beginning kind of. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, and you said they were not living with us, but, you know, they were still there because my mom would always call to, to check on us and she would write letters and send postcards. And, you know, she would still make things happen from a distance. And Don't forget the came, money that she was sending you. She also sent money. Don't forget to say money that she sent. Yeah, I was getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even when she came to America, she would still send Christmas clothes and, you know, stuff like that and shoes and obviously money throughout that to take care of us and stuff like that. So, um, so I, I, but, you know, getting to know, I, it, it also, it felt really nice because like, you know, starting that new life or new bond with her at like an age where you can actually like reason and see things and understand things for what they are actually felt really good because now like I'm really close to my mom. Like I'm super close to my mom. Like I feel like, you know, we've made up for that time that we missed, you know, back in the day um and it's it's made, made us like you know super close and you know now she's all, all up in my business asking me man <laughs> hey, that's mothers man mothers love it's crazy because it's like we all we all live the same life <laughs> you know you bell you're saying that you know you didn't start with your mom till you were 13 and then bless you saying that you know around 14 me it was the same 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 age 13 14 mm-hmm. and you know like you like you guys said it was like a whole new journey a whole new experience i mean i'd always spoken to my mom on the phone you know she was always sending us the same same story send money back home you know, age, stuff like that. I always knew that, okay, my mom's on the phone. So even sometimes right. when my aunts would beat me in camera, I'd be like, I'll call my mom, I'll call my mom. <laughs> you know, I always knew it. But then when I actually came here and I was like, wow, this is my mom, you know. It was like, okay, I have to learn how to know this person, you know. I have to learn how to know this person, you know. Who is this person? I know it's my mom, but that connection had to be, you know, it had to be built up from, you right. know, for many years. And I'm happy that I got to witness that. But uh, it's it's as we guys we've all talked about you know even though our parents weren't there our moms our mothers weren't there they were still the pillars of like our families. Right. That's just like a like a testimony to show you African women you know African mothers and then most like bless your your mom was here my mom was here Bell your mom was here man none of us would be here without all of that you, you know what I'm saying right. it's like they're going somewhere else look for better opportunities for us so it's it's really amazing that all three of us sitting here on this podcast right now we have the same story pretty much mm. it's crazy and it's beautiful and it's amazing shout out to our moms man shout out to our moms shout out to our moms it's it's funny you talked about those calls we get and remember back in the day when we get calls from america it was always like early in the morning yeah or like at like, or like at, late night or like midnight Mm-hmm. Isn't it yeah. crazy? But now you can just get up and call Cameroon at any time. What's up? What's up? On, Man, on WhatsApp, we, yeah. We used to have a, a, a phone booth in front of our house, you know. And then my mom ah. my, my mom had the phone. So whenever that's so, so will run. Good times, good times. Good Funny time. enough, right? For us, it was it was our neighbor. Our neighbor had a phone. They had a wow. house phone that uh you know my mom would call and it was not just like our next door neighbor it was like mm-hmm. a you know never like <laughs> in a different compound yeah so when 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 mama calls right 
they'll run and come and tell us that's how we'll be running. Mama, come on. We'll be running. And then sometimes we cannot everybody cannot go because we yeah. can just go sit in the person's house. So it's like, okay, my dad would pick, you know, my brother and my sister, or me and my sister, or me and my brother, we'll go talk and then come back and tell and, and tell the others, you know, and tell the others what happened. <laughs> You yeah, know. man. Your neighbor, you guys are good neighbors, man. I, 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 that I want to just ask. Your neighbor had a house phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Our neighbors oh, yeah. were always fighting with us, man. In the 90s, your neighbor get a house phone. No, our neighbors, our neighbors were like, they were wealthy. They were, wow. they were wealthy. Wow. Wait, ba, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your neighbors had a house phone in the 90s in Bamenda. Mm. No, but I was not in the 90s now. It was like the early, early 2000s. Early 2000s. Oh, Late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, those yeah. were the mommy and daddy households. Right, you, right, right, exactly. The, 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 <laughs> exactly. The drink tea and eat drink tea and eat yeah. eggs for breakfast. Household and spaghetti mm-hmm. and spaghetti. We saw come off cook spaghetti for three stone for side. I tell you, pa. We na return my country for morning time. Ah, sleeping quite a bit. Country. To be honest, pretty much, I feel like pretty much every Cameroonian food. Tastes better the next day. That's true. Every? Most. Yeah. Oh, uh, most. Let's say most. The yeah. the essential ones, the ones that you know. I honestly can think of one that doesn't, but I'm just gonna say most to be safe. Okra doesn't. No, no, no. Actually, okra is pretty good. Okra is good, man. It's Not good. the next day. Yeah, no, you don't like okra either. Yeah, that's so that's why you don't you, you don't like okra. Be speaking about okra, okay? Okra here, bro. <laughs> Even two days after, what do you mean, bro? I uh, know uh, okra here. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, I think this is a good time for our segment, which is called the African proverb. This one is a Swahili proverb. It goes, it is not hard to nurse a pregnancy, but it's hard to bring up a child. It is not hard to nurse a pregnancy, but it is hard to bring up a child. Hmm. You know, normally I will handle this uh, proverb, but today I like to... uh, yeah, when that has to say about it. Aristide, take it away, man. I'm going to take it away. How, how do you, first of all, how do you nurse a pregnancy? Right. <laughs> but the way I understand it, hmm. okay, <laughs> let me, I'm going to use another analogy to make you guys even more confused. <laughs> go for it, go for it. When, when you, when you want to, like, okay, you have a plant, you, you have a seed, right? Let's mm-hmm. say a seed of a, a plant, hibiscus flower. Wow. You want to go and you, you, you plant it. <clears throat> it's easy for you to just come every day and just water it, you know, water it, water it. But then when that has biscuit. We got you, but we know what you're talking about. When that flower has now grown, the the work now starts. Okay, how do you keep up? Keep up with it. It's like, you know, buy a car. You have the money to buy the car. Boom, you have it. But how long is it, the car going to last? You have to take care of it. That's the hard part. Hmm. Bernard, please add something to that. 
Chai, you guys asked me to explain. I just went. I gave you guys two more. <laughs> think of it as. Think of it as. Um, <clears throat> think of it as. You're in a boxing ring against somebody, right? And the person is just taking all the punches. It's easy. You can just keep punching and punching and punching. Now, if that person starts fighting back, what do you have to do? You have to adjust, right? Right. You have to adjust. So when you're pregnant, I mean, it's not an easy process because, you know, there's, there's a lot of changes in your life, health, your sleeping pattern, eating patterns. But it's a much easier ride than actually raising the child. Because think about it. The difference is nine months versus a whole lifetime. Right. Right. So the workload definitely changes when the baby comes out. Sense one key, the boy. <laughs> Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't <laughs> leave me. Wow. So talking about mothers, um, you know, since we start this quote unquote new life, like we talk about it, or like a new beginning, we get close to our parents, right? So we get to that point where your mom is looking at you like, hmm. Who is this boy dating? Or like they want to like you know they want to know what's going. They want to know how mature their boy is, or you know how well their man is turning into a man. So I mean, does your mom get into your like you know your dating life, or does she ask? Does she you know does she want to know what's going on? Um, they do want to know what's going on, but at the same time, they're more worried about your safety. Right, because for example, let me talk about myself. Yeah, speak for yourself, Since... please. <laughs> um, your parents will only ask you questions when you start bringing girls home. That's if you're still living under your parents' roof. If you're not living with them, it's more of a laissez-faire approach. You know, are you taking care of yourself? Good, okay, that's it. But when you start, for example, if, if there's a party in town, you come by yourself, no questions asked. If there's a party in town, you come with somebody. Ooh, who's that? Who's that? Questions start to be asked, you know. Um, and also, you know, being African too, once you start getting to a certain age, that question always pops up. When are you getting married? That question is always going to be there, you know, for all of us Africans. Man, woman, that question is going to be there forever. So um, your parents would probably, you know, allow you to do what you want to do because guess what you're a young adult trying to you know figure out your life you know you're you're bound to you're you're bound to make mistakes right and guess what that's how you learn you know the other day i was talking to my little brother and i was asking him like how many times have i put my hands on you he said no i said you know why because when you're doing things in the house that i don't necessarily agree with i let you do it but there's a limit it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, once you cross that limit, then we'll talk. But I want you to be able to, you know, grow up, live your life, make mistakes, and learn. Like, ah, okay. So that's the same thing that parents tend to do. Um, you know, they want you to, you know, go through that stage of figuring out things. And then, but guess what, though? They're always going to be there if you do need them. Like, if you want to ask questions, if you need advice, they will always be there. But, um, because it's not every day that you want you need something and you run to your mother and father to ask now. You right. Sometimes you get you gotta figure it out on your own. So right. <clears throat> that 
how's it been for you? Um, I want to say I think they're they they usually like you know curious to see if I'm you know if there's anybody who wants the young man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But most of the times, I think I'm the one who you know bring up back conversations like, oh, you know, this is the person that I'm talking to. Blah blah blah. blah. What do you think? So, but I haven't reached that age where they'll start asking me when I'm getting married. So thank God. But to answer your question, yeah, yeah, they're they um they inquire about such things and but don't like impose. Sometimes they do; it's annoying, but you know, it's it's, it's in good faith. <laughs> it, I, I mean, yeah, it is in good faith. I think it is it, it's in good faith anyway. I mean, the one that says that little boy turned into a man, and you know, one day have his own family, grandkids. Um, <clears throat> they always want grandkids. Oh yeah. So that that you you that you like this. You're talking about you taking a girl home and telling your mother and father that this is the one I'm dating. What about the one that you're not dating? <laughs> Do you take them home? Let me. I say, is this why are you asking me this question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you because you said it now that this, this is the girl that I take home. Do you take every girl home? To your parents, as into the bedroom, or <laughs> <laughs> JK man, no, 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 obviously, JK, no, no, JK. no, no. I, I, my parents haven't met that many girls that have, you know. I've, you know All right, so, so how do you, how do you determine which one meets mommy and daddy? <laughs> Bless you. Now you, now you put the pen up my back. <laughs> I know they meet day, man. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think ultimately, if you're if you're like in a relationship, you know, with somebody, or you know, if you feel comfortable with your primarily known, is 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 um subjective. Is that how you said? Depends on the person. But for me, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm comfortable with you and I trust you to meet my family, then sure, or to meet my sister or my brother, sure. But now, okay, pa. Uh, how many? You take when you take one, it doesn't work. You take the next one because with African moms, what about the other one? They were just yeah, uh, not true. Chai. Oh, how about how about exactly? They were actually right again. Hey, hey, the one I brought last week is not this right. One, man. Last week, <laughs> bro, bro, what you, what bro, you talking about, bro? bro. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what are you talking about what last you, week? What you, what you <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm quoting Nigerian film, please. Uh, mm. Yeah, man, that's true. That's true, Blesso, you know. They always go back into archives. Is it half a B, no? I know, you don't still want to see B. Right. If, I, if you don't see B, don't ask me. Just know. Just just, <laughs> just know. <laughs> But, I mean, I, I, I think I think for the most part, right, moms, you know, they, they act stuff like that because probably that's how, you know, things were when, you know, when... You know, when, when they were right. growing up, their parents would ask them, like, okay, because the way it seems, right, back in the day, it was kind of like you grow up and then you go to school. If you're not going to school, you find a job and then eventually you just find somebody to get married and start, you know, get married to and start a family. So sometimes when, when they ask us, like, it's like, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm, I was not there, but it's like I'm seeing flashbacks from. <laughs> From from back then, but I mean, and then the good thing is that like most moms will always, you know, welcome whoever you bring home because you know, and that's good to see because it's like they trust you, right? That if you've seen, 
True. You know, somebody you like, you know, they're going to support you either way. And then they can just give you advice, you know, from the start. But question, have you ever brought somebody home and then your, your, your mom, like, you know, openly said to you, I don't like this person? Who is that question for? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no, luckily for me, I mean, I haven't brought, you know, too many people back to the house. Too many, yes, because all you know, they, they all end at the at the, at the hotel, <laughs> the Airbnb. <laughs> Are you see, 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 see how the guy says what like he's innocent. What? 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 Let's go, like yo. Let me fly you out tonight. I wish I had that type of money. Not saying that I would do that, but I don't have that type of money. I say, but bless you. You said you're close to your mom. I mean, how close are you guys? How close are we talking? Do you, you know, what kind of conversations do you have with your mom? You know? Um, so I tell my mom literally anything, like whatever is bothering me, like I'll tell my mom. Yeah. She's like, I, I always, I'm very comfortable with going to go tell my mom that, okay, this is what's going on. Even if, you know, I can't tell my brother or I'll tell my mom because I mean, my it, it's like, honestly, my mom to me is like going to a counselor wow. with your grades. You can't go to the counselor with your grades and be shy. Like the counselor already probably knows. Like I'm talking about like school counselors, not like you know high school counselors. Right, right, right. Like they already know your grades. Or it's like going to the doctor and hiding something. Like no, I mean they're gonna find out. They're gonna find out, and then you know they're gonna help you. They're there to help you. They're there to help you, give you advice and stuff like that. They're not right. there to criticize you. You know. Um, beautiful. So beautiful. I feel yeah. I feel very comfortable with her. I tell her, you know, most things. Not everything, <laughs> just enough, just enough, yeah, just enough. You don't have I don't have it. Are you speaking for yourself? Or you are speaking for me. Ah, I see. Bless I've been seeing those snaps, man. Hmm. <laughs> Please don't come. What are you talking about here, something man? that I, I don't even, you know, I have no idea. Anyways, Bill, since you are, you are running out of your mouth, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not clapping back. Well, how how do the youths of these days say it? Um, but how you know how influential was your mom? You know, with uh, towards your re- relationship you have now, which we, as we know, you're currently engaged. Um, how you know influential was your mom towards that? Are you engaged? Me engaged in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh no nah, but um <clears throat> as you guys know when you when you do get engaged is okay let me let me, let me take as it back know. let me take it how back we know from the from the from the top how we know exactly you don't know okay they're doing me nothing so incriminate me for two i don't know this mother is listening no <laughs> <laughs> She's live, um, but when you're when you're dating somebody, right? It's it's more of just the two of you guys, you know. And then when you do decide to get engaged, that's when you're um, bringing both families together. So it has to be like a thing that everybody give the green light, you know, for it to happen. Obviously, when you're about to get engaged, you 
you um you tell your family obviously you start with your with your mother and you tell her that okay mom these are my intentions this is what i want to do this is how i'm going to do it and then you get her blessings and then um you trust me like like we've, we've been saying since we started talking today uh, moms are very critical uh-huh. so once you have your mom's blessing no pun intended listen once you have your mom's blessing um everything everything tends to fall into place after that because people always say your mother's intuition is critical you know um so once once you have her blessing everything else falls into place so um my little brother actually picked out the engagement ring that i used when i was getting engaged he picked it out i showed it to my mom she liked it um and then i now went to talk to my fiance's mom i told her that okay you know this is this is the ring this is what's going to happen where it's going to happen and how it's going to happen and she also gave me her blessing so basically when you know who your partner is close to that's where you start and usually it's the mom um but to answer your question um yeah the mom is she played a critical role in my relationship and my mom actually knew my fiance before i got to know her so um so yeah fantastic and you know and i've met your mom as well and i can i can sit here and attest how great of a mama she is and you know mm-hmm. even even from the pictures you talk you, you always post and just you know mom has called you and said that this put in the big compound and stuff like that you know it, it's just great to see i mean you know and like i said i still, i've heard about a lot about auntie jaco and you know the good work that they do reflects on you guys because i mean that's why every day i cherish you guys as my friends you know and i don't know what I'll, every day you uh, do what i cherish I, you guys i didn't hear that can you say it again please? i cherish you guys Oh, okay. I am very grateful to have you guys in my life. So, um, you know, even if it's, you know, when I just call and complain or I text and complain or I ask a very silly question, I mean, you guys are always there for me. So, and that, you know, that reflects on how properly you were brought up. So, um, shout out to your moms. Um, hey. I just, I just got real, man. I'm emotional right now. <laughs> and I usually don't get emotional. You want tissues? Yeah. We have we, we have some newly uh, newly made NYK tissues. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, from the way from the way, like you know, our parents are brothers, and like we've seen, like you know, our moms, we've seen really good qualities. What would you advise, like maybe young women who were thinking about being moms or who were obviously planning to become moms? And like, what's like? I mean, I know you guys are not moms, but like, what's one like? one thing that you love for every parent or every mom to kind of share or you know um, do with their children um i know you mentioned um blessing you mentioned your mom being a, a counselor you know um for example when from the day your mother gives birth to you she automatically becomes your first line of defense she's your protector and 
you know, I've seen videos on the internet where a lady, I, I mean, I would say mom, but those are not actions of a mom, but I'll see a lady would take her child in the in the car seat and just go and drop it off at the baby daddy's house and flee the scene and just leave the child outside. I don't know what the mom's supposed to do. No. So um, bringing a child into this world is a very big responsibility and you shouldn't do it if you know for a fact that you cannot step up and, you know, be responsible enough to protect your child at all times because we've seen what's happening in the world right now you know there's um there's uh underage human trafficking going on um people literally walk on the street and pick up kids like if, if a child is wandering in a park by themselves if you just turn to your left and turn back to your right that child's gone right it's gone it's gone so <clears throat> Uh, being a mom or you know being a parent it's it's a huge responsibility and you know if you know if you know about that life please pull out pull out the mom can pull out uh, she can pull out yeah, she can <laughs> oh i wouldn't know <laughs> nah, what about you any advice for future moms Mom sees. Mm, seeing as I'm not a mother, I don't <laughs> know if I have an advice from future moms, but um, I'll just say something about my my moms or my mothers and something that I cherish about them. I like that they always have my back, and I hope that any future moms, you know, would always like. But Blesso said, always be be ready to defend your child. So that's my that's mine. Yeah. Right. Good points, good points. And for me, it's about, it's the same thing. But I, I, I'd love for like moms to understand their children, to be open with your children and to, you know, be patient with them. Um, you know, because knowing Africa, some African parents is like, you know, when are you going to bring to their female, you know, to their daughters? When are you going to bring a man home? Or like, when are you going to get married and stuff like that? But, you know, I, I just wish moms were patient, you know, with their children. Um, and just realize that everybody, you know, things happen for people differently and it takes longer for, for others and whatnot, but, and, you know, and in general, just continue to show them love, you know, TLC, tender love and care. So, yeah. yeah oh, that's what TLC, man. I didn't know. I thought it meant tables, letters and chairs. Now you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Let me just leave it at that. Nah, but no so, but so, but like, like to add to add to your point about caring, I saw this. Um, <clears throat> this guy posted a picture of, of this kid that was sitting, um, in an area where they were laying bricks. You know how you can, in Africa we lay bricks mm-hmm. for them to dry, right? Mm-hmm. This kid was sitting there. After school, sleeping, and uh, yeah, the kid had a, a big tray of bananas, next to him. Oh, guy, yeah. you saw that picture right and the yes. guy said come and you know sleep inside i asked the kid what was going on he said that he just came back from school and the parents sent him to go sell the bananas so the question is all day long <laughs> what were the parents doing at home 
Right. You know, so stuff like that is just, you know, when I see things like that, it just, it just annoys me because it's like you're, and the thing is, it's not a child who is like, the child is probably like maybe six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. And you're putting all these responsibilities on the child. Like you come, go to school, come back from school, and then you're going to sell the market. What if that child goes to the market and boom, abduction, child's gone, you know? Or things because they're tired. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just, it's just, it's just a lot, man. It's just a lot. So, you know, everybody that has their mom in their lives, um, you know, we just have to cherish them and be grateful because, <clears throat> you know, not everybody have it, have it like that. Right on. Right on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Now You Know Podcast powered by Stock in the Middle. And as you know, you can always follow us on Twitter at Now You Know One and on Instagram at NYK Podcast. This has been Blessing, Belna, and Aristide. Until next time. Uh... Until next time. Many mango fry guys, you know, very long.